Welcome to Brad Kyle's Brad's Motor Works podcast. We'll be talking about some things about BMW, some things of cars in general, and some things about car repair. I hope you find it educational, enlightening, and I hope it increases your understanding of your car. And maybe along the way we'll have some fun too. Thank you for listening, and here we go. Episode number 147, Who's at Fault When an Autonomous Vehicle Crashes? It's a good question. <laughs> um, I've done, I'm going to reference, well, first of all, this this is an article. I'm going to be reading it verbatim. It's from a trade uh, a newsletter that I get that's called Adapt Automotive. And the author on this article is Noah Brown, so I want to give him credit. Um, I'm going to reference a number of other episodes, previous episodes I've done that are, you know, pertinent to ADAS vehicles. And it gives, uh, you know, I, I specifically go into some different uh, parts of ADAS features, so on and so forth. Uh, the first one is episode 131, which is called ADAS Calibration, Myths in Operation, What Happens During a Calibration. Uh, the rest of them I'm just going to kind of rattle through. I'm not going to give the titles, but if you reference the episode numbers and, you know, take a look at them and see if you want to listen to them just to get some more information. So it's, it's up to you. I would also reference episode 122, 119, 117, 112, 100, 97, 94, 92, 57, and 47. Those are all episodes about different parts of ADAS uh, features and operation as far as, you know, how and what they do in a car and, and how they operate. So a couple of quick commercials before we get started. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me via email, it's bkpodcast5 at gmail.com. I'm also on LinkedIn under Brad Kyle's MotorWorks Podcast. And if you go to podbean.com, which is the main distributor of this podcast, uh, do a search for Brad Kyle's MotorWorks Podcast. Come to that homepage, upper right-hand corner, you'll see a link for Become a Patron. Uh, if you want to click on that, and if you so uh, wish to, or hopefully you will take care of, you know, uh, get involved with, I, I do offer a subscription uh, to the podcast. I'm asking for $5 a month. You can do less. You can do more. Up to you. It can be recurring, or you can just do it one time. Uh, what it does get you, among other things, excuse me, I have the hiccups, Um I have taken about 12 to 15 of the previous podcasts and made them only available through the subscription. And the ones I picked are ones that if you apply the information that I uh, give to you or provide you in those podcasts, if you apply it in your automotive life, so to speak, uh, you could save yourself thousands, if not maybe even tens of thousands of dollars in your automotive life. Okay, And hopefully also reduce maybe some frus- frustration that you might have. Uh, in you know dealing with car car repairs and so on and so forth so I think it's uh, you know worthwhile it's up to you obviously um, you know it's totally voluntary and I appreciate any kind of help that you can give so again this one is called uh, who's at fault when an autonomous vehicle crashes it's written by Noah Brown uh, just to give you a date this was released March 23rd of 2022 but the some of the information is a year old, but most of it is relatively new stuff. So, and again, so this is just uh, you know food for thought as far as like it says, who's at fault. So, here we go. 
Um, for as long as cars have been on the road, drivers have carried at least some responsibility for everything that happens to them and, maybe more importantly, because of them. That, of course, includes crashes. Drivers who cause accidents are responsible for damages incurred. But what happens when there isn't a driver to blame? There aren't many laws in the books or legal precedent from court cases regarding autonomous driving due to how new the technology is, and that's due to one simple thing. There still, there still aren't any fully autonomous vehicles on the road. Vehicles that employ up to level 2 ADAS systems, which are the highest currently available, still rely on driver input for most of the essential tasks to perform the act of driving a vehicle. Though a car can help a driver stay within a lane or detect when another vehicle is ahead of it and slow down accordingly using tools such as adaptive cruise control, it cannot run itself and it needs a driver to operate. Because of that, current liability law is pretty straightforward, and according to a report from Kelly Blue Book, the driver is still responsible no matter what an OEM's ADAS suite is called to or is called or claims to do. These systems include GM's Super Cruise, Ford's Blue Cruise, and Tesla's misleadingly named Full Self-Driving. Even Tesla admits the system is not self-driving, the report said. They relieve some of the workload of driving under specific circumstances, but they require the driver's full attention. The companies take no legal responsibility from the driver for the car's actions. However, we are now quickly approaching the point where current law and precedent will be outpaced by the growth of self-driving technology. According to the KBB report, Mercedes-Benz is currently working on an ADAS system, which it calls Drive Pilot, that it claims is capable of Level 3 autonomy. More specifically, the automaker says the system can take over driving below 40 miles per hour on pre-mapped highways. Though it only has level 3 functionality that can be used very sparingly, the jump to level 3 is big. As KBB puts it, level 3 means the car is now responsible for itself. When an accident happens with one of those vehicles, then who is at fault? The Professional Insurance Agents Association recently put out a brief article addressing that issue and, to put it bluntly, there still isn't a definitive answer to that question. This technology is still so new that lawsuits involving accidents with driverless cars will have to be taken on a case-by-case -case basis, the PIA report said. That probably means public information announcement, I imagine. Uh, liability for these types of accidents will have to be determined by the courts based on using existing law to the new facts of specific incidents. Essentially, it's a legal wild west for the auto industry, and those who develop the tech first will have a large say in how that landscape is changed. Per the KBB report, Mercedes VP of Automated Driving, George Massing, says the company plans to accept a liability for anything that happens while its drive pilot system is engaged, though he added that the company will probably have to go through each state individually for that plan since there are few federal autonomous driving laws. Despite that intention, the report says it still isn't cl entirely clear if Mercedes will be able to accept that liability on behalf of its customers. The automakers say it can because the automaker says, excuse me, boy, let me start over. The automaker says it can because its system is capable of doing things other automation systems can't. 
such as identifying potential hazards far enough in advance to give a passenger a 10-second warning and the ability to resume control of a vehicle. That apparently leaves Mercedes confident enough in the system to accept responsibility for any accidents it might cause, the report says. However, there are some issues due to jurisdiction of some federal and state laws regarding liability for software manufacturers and traffic accidents that could prevent Mercedes from claiming liability. Expect to see this background legal battle take place across the country in the coming years. Depending on which side gets their way, that could dramatically impact the future of autonomous driving in the U.S. If Mercedes is able to convince regulators and drivers that the company is responsible for decisions its software makes, the report says, that could go a long way toward making Americans more willing to accept self-driving technology. Okay. So that's the end of that one, and frankly, it's, you know, kind of short. Um, it's why I kind of referenced all those other different uh, podcasts to listen to if you want to, you know, get more information on the specific uh, symptoms, excuse me, specific systems, how they function. And again, you know, uh, we're not level five, like I've mentioned before in some of these other podcasts, level five autonomy is where there is no driver inputs. Okay. There's no steering wheel, no brake pedal, no throttle. So you are, hum- you are a human being in a hunk of metal and plastic that's being driven around. And if something were to go wrong, there's nothing you could do about it. Okay. We're obviously not there yet. Um, you know, as, as of this podcast, which again is March of 2022, uh, like they mentioned, we, are, we do have some cars that are at level three. Even level four which is right up there close to full autonomous cars, uh, there's still driver input devices, i.e. steering, brake, throttle, and there will be circumstances where the human has to take over. <clears throat> so we're not even at that point yet as far as level four. You know, and obviously as we get more and more higher levels of availability of these functions, um, there's less and less that the, the driver the occupant of the car will actually have to do to get from A to B. Um, But there's a lot of hurdles to uh, jump over and get through before we're there. Okay. And again, the bottom line is, is that, you know, are the manufacturers going to be willing to take, take on liability? uh, And, and will you necessarily as a driver at that point have to, to have actual insurance? Okay. Because, if an accident is, you know, it, it, it becomes where is the accident actually your fault because you're not even driving the car. Okay. So as much as you may not be paying, paying for insurance anymore, you might be paying a whole heck of a lot more for the car because you're basically paying for the insurance, the liability insurance through the purchase price of the car. So, and then it becomes, is that going to be uh, somehow transferable with the ownership of the car? Our registration price is going to go up. I mean, how is this all going to be taken care of? So uh, it's going to be interesting. And it could vary from state to state, as they mentioned, as the laws do. So it could be, you know, the whole process could be very interesting as we go down the line uh, into the future. So I hope you found this one interesting. Again, if you want to get a hold of me, it's bkpodcast5 at gmail.com. Would love to hear from you. If you have any comments or uh, questions or anything, definitely email me and I will attempt to answer them. Uh, you can also get a hold of me at, on uh, LinkedIn under Brad Kyle's Motorworks Podcast. 
and uh, check that out. And again, I uh, would love to have you subscribe and to help to financially support the podcast. And and like I say, you'll you'll get some about 12 to 15 extra episodes that are not available to just the general public. So I think it's worthwhile in that regard. So I appreciate your time. Appreciate you listening. I hope you have a fantastic day and a great tomorrow. Thank you again. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's been an honor and a privilege to spend time with you. I hope you found this of value. Please share it with family and friends. Above all else, with all you're getting, get understanding. May God bless you and keep you. And thank you again.